Yo, 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 you already know what it is. We are here at King and Queen Talk, episode three, or sorry, season three, episode two. I mean, make sure I got to get that right, right? So season three, episode two, learn to let them go. Learn to let them go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got two guests, two of my special guests here today. I got Gabby and I got Susie. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let them go and introduce themselves. And let you guys give them a, a little background about yourself. That, that way the audience understands who we talking to today. You're right on. Thank you for that. And thank you for having me here today, Ricky. So my name is Gabby, like you said, a.k.a. The Gift of Gab. I'm a newfound author and poet. Um, originally from San Diego, currently residing in Baltimore. Forever a West Coast baby, though. Mm. So West Coast. <laughs> Can we give it up for the West Coast? Give it up for the West Coast. Yes. <laughs> But can we get a bomb for the East Coast, coast, though? Can we get a bomb for the East Coast? Let's go. Uh, Don't do that. Don't do that. You from here, though. Nah, chill out. (laughs) Chill out, chill out. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Susie. I'm from West Coast Radio. Um, I'm also a mom, a Virgo, an Uh engineer. Uh Uh-oh, astrology. Okay, let's get it. Now. Right into it. Normally, there's like setup questions and everything, but this time I want to get right into it. Right. So, I think what a lot of people have struggled with, and 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 people that I know, or just in general in society, what we see is people have a struggle with letting go, whether that's in relationships, business, um, home, you know, moving or emotions. Or I think one of the yeah. best ones, and you actually said that, which is why I asked you to be a guest on the show, was lost ones. Mm. Um, I would love to get your perspective before we get deeper. What does it mean to you guys to let go? Like, what does it mean to let them go? Who is them? Any of y'all can go first. I mean, like, to let, let go is, like, literally, like, a cord cutting. So you're going to have to let go of a lot of, like, um, uh, holding on to either emotional or mental thoughts. Um. And then letting go of a lost one is very, like, I think probably one thing that is super hard for anyone to go through. Um, yeah, I think letting go is really just a mental thing. Okay. Right. I, I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, but I do think, I guess, now in today's society, it's, it's almost a difference. So, like, there's a healthy way to let go, which would be, like, disconnecting and going through the emotions of why you need to let go. But there's also, like, this whole unhealthy way too, like disassociation, like just being like, Hey, I'm just going to act like this person or this job never existed. Like going I'm just ghost. never going to, exactly. Like going go, exactly. Which is also a form of letting go, but that's not healthy at all. So I think it's two different forms of letting go, basically like disassociating and disconnecting. Mm. Now going off of that, I want to go ahead and just go right through the line. Right. So I want to start off with letting go of relationships, right? This is, podcast and I move through love so love is always going to come up right yeah. so right. what does letting go in a relationship look like and when should you let go of a relationship and um, actually the third question is have you guys had to let go yeah yeah I have definitely had to let go I think that yeah, sure. um, yeah I think that's uh, one of one this one of this wisest lady had told me once before during college when I was going through a breakup was all of us we all tend to have to go through one we're the ones that broke someone's heart two getting heartbroken and three like the one that got away 
and mm. all of those. Can is, we, that's a uh, already a rewind. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So, um, so going through a breakup is is hard. Like that took me years to let go, and it was a very emotional, mental thing to go through. And mind you, I was like pregnant at the time, so that was like really emotions and stuff. So mm. what I had to learn was to really love myself. Mm. And so right. the main question was, how do you know, right? Like, how can you discern when is the time to let go? And I think a lot of it has to do with, like, the disrespect and, like, reciprocity. Like, if I'm giving my all to you and he or she's, like, not being reciprocal, then, you know, you're just wasting your time and, you really got to value yourself, value your yourself, see your self-worth. And that person doesn't like see that or celebrate you, but yet tolerate you, then it's time to go. And it's really time. And I think sometimes we get so caught up with the idea, idea of relationships and the mm. idea of love that we tend to be like hopeless and we fall in love with this like hopeless idea. And at the end of the day, we're just damaging ourselves. Absolutely. Gabby, what you got? And like, and like you said, uh, uh, it starts with yourself. And I think in relationships, a lot of people focus more so on their partner rather than themselves and their mm-hmm. own happiness. They're like, like I, I don't know if you've heard it or seen it or your friends have been in there or any of you guys have been in it when you're like, where you love someone, but you don't love them as much as the other person loves you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you're like, oh, I can't leave because I don't want to hurt my partner. But it's like at that point, you're no longer in the relationship there. You're not there mentally, emotionally. So it's like you're only hurting yourself and you're really hurting that person more because you're dragging them along right. to something mm. you know you don't even really want in the long run. Mm. Come on. Now, 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 now I'm going to go Definitely. Into this. An extension of self is a form of self-sabotage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's always time to let go when you can have a conversation with yourself and just be like, hey, this is not what I want without even having regard to that other person's feelings or emotions, like, cause you come first. So if you're not happy, it doesn't matter. And that's the same thing with marriage. Like a lot of marriages are ruined because they're like, Oh, we only stayed together for the kids. Mm. Well, that's dumb. Cause now your kids are adults and you guys are going through a divorce. Like yeah, that's and, just and, traumatic. And up their perspective of what a relationship should look like. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now I want to get back into, into something you said real quick. I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. You're good. I want to get back into something you said about basically you kind of took a female perspective on like a breakup, right? Uh-huh. And something that right. I always talk about is females break up months before the breakup. Exactly. Right. And I think you touched on it and said that a lot of times you will stay in a relationship and because of so afraid to hurt that other person, to make them feel some type of way, we will stick around. Yeah. Just right. to, almost look for excuses to make it easier. Like, okay, see, this is a big one. I know that I could leave and be good, but I've been done months ago. Right. I've done, I've been yeah. in that position. Why? Yeah, and I've done it. Why? And I've done why? it. Why? And I, I'm not doing it again. I did it in a way because I was trying to like have him become a better father to his kid. Right. And I wanted him to be like, all right, this is probably my opportunity mm. to like, um, not necessarily like shape them or whatever, but help them to like, Hey, you know, like maybe if I were to stick it out with him for a few like time, then hopefully he can start giving me money. Maybe he can start having for daycare or some shit like that, you know? But at the end of the day, it, you can't change the person. You can only change the scenario. And then you have to get yourself out of that because 
it's just it's only damaging that relationship between y'all and like maybe how you react to your yeah. your environment and then it so happened that the environment includes the kids includes whatever yeah. the environment is and um it's just me for me personally I'm a natural server I love to serve I love to provide so I'm willing to like stick it out in a relationship and not understanding that there needs to be boundaries mm. so Right from that relationship, it's like you know what. Like I said earlier, I'm not, I don't think I'm ever gonna do this again. But it's establishing boundaries. Like when are you gonna be like, you know what? I'm not gonna fed up with this anymore. Um, it's time to clock out. And before you go, Gabby, I think something important that I want to give advice. You know, you, normally I give advice at the end, but I think I want to interject in between you guys talking. Is the way people treat you is the boundaries that you set with others, mm-hmm. right? Like you will not get treated disrespectfully or out of hand. Of course, there's exceptions to it. People do get out of hand regardless. But for the most part, right, the people that you are friends with, uh, relationships with, work with, if you set boundaries from the beginning, yeah. a lot of those things will not happen and will be avoided later down down the road. Yeah. And part right. of boundaries is self-love. You know what I mean? Because exactly. at the time, like, I didn't know how to, what self-love was. I thought self-love was overextending myself. Mm. And no, it's not. I got to set that boundary. A lot of people get mistaken right. with self-love being, let me see myself through someone else. Mm. And they're mm-hmm. like, that's how I right. love myself. So the way that they look at me is the way that I'm going to look at myself. Mm-hmm. And I've had, I can speak for myself that I've done that. And... That's when you end up depressed. That's when you end up hurt. That's when you end up sad. That's when you end up leaving friends and not talking to friends, being all to yourself. Like, it's just, it's not a good feeling or a good thing to be practicing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, so I have a question for you guys, though, because I've been working on self-love more recently, you know, and just redefining myself. And you know me on a personal level. If, I like, I just started practicing self-love within this past two years. But it was like no one would ever know that just by the way I carry myself, you know, because I walk with such grace and confidence and, you know, I wear all anything I want and I, you know, I know I look good. But I feel like with self-love comes more confidence, but I don't think it's the other way around. Like with confidence comes self-love. Mm-hmm. But would you guys, what is your guys' idea on that? Like, is there a difference between self-love and confidence or like, are they hand in hand or? I, I'll, I'll let you go first. It's. I think sometimes it could be inversely proportional. I feel like sometimes it depends. Like I you feel can like come we're on Jeopardy when she talks. Sometimes can we get that little like Jeopardy little? Bit? <laughs> like I feel like you can be. I like. I mean, I I feel you. Like I feel like I've been on this self love journey myself too. Right. And I can come off like confident. You know what I mean? Post a picture. Oh, this this bitch might be bad. She might be confident, but you don't know. You know what I mean? You you don't know what that person right. is really battling with. Like you know, insecurities right. and stuff like that. But you can be come off as confident, but, like, do you really have self-love? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. you can yeah. be confident, but most people who are extremely confident really don't have the greatest self-love. And people who really have, like, the greatest self-love don't really come off as the most confident person. I think it's also right. in a way of how you come off as confident, you know, and then that's where it comes in the whole, like, cockiness and stuff like that. And right. um, I think you can be confident. And, and I think there is a neutral um, level to, like, confidence and self-love. Right. I I don't know what that is yet, but I'm sure, right. like, I hope to get there. See, I, I've right. been 
I was, I'm over here, Gabby, I know you can't see me, but I'm over here smiling because I'm like ready to go, right? <laughs> so for me, there's two different ways of, that people can look at confidence, right? You can look at confidence in the social media aspect and that's taking pictures, you know, half naked or um, shirt off or, you know, stepping out just a different comfort zone and taking what society wants to see as confidence, yeah. right? Which others right. may call cocky. But to me, true right. confidence is everything you guys talked about, is mm-hmm. being able to know that you still need to grow with your self-love, but knowing that it's okay to be vulnerable to show that. Yes. Right. So for Mm -hmm. me, I do think it works hand in hand. So I do think confidence and self-love when used appropriately and when used properly Mm -hmm. is the same thing. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. That was, that was actually a great, great, great question. Gabby, you got another one before I go to mine? Um, yeah, I do, but I'm going to save it for later on. Oh, bad, 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 bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely talked about relationships, right? And of course, we can always go back to everything, but I want to go into what about friendships? Like, when do you know to let go of friendships? Yeah. Like, I know there's some friends that have been around for eight plus years, but Man. are worse friends than some of you just met probably six months ago. So how do you, how do you go through that? What is it like letting go of a friendship? Gabby, do you have a story? I do. And it's so funny because Ricky's a character in the story. So <laughs> I'm going to just use that as an example. Me and Ricky, when we first met, we became hella cool, had uh, super fast. And, you know, everything was great. But it wasn't until, and damn, okay, look. It wasn't right, until, this go is ahead, funny. Ahead, this is funny. It wasn't until that. So it was two things. So one of them was, you know, like I, like you guys said, it needs to be reciprocal. And it felt like the energy I was giving into me and Ricky's friendship it wasn't being reciprocated, right? So, you know, I would tell Ricky, like, okay, whatever, bro. Like, yeah, we'll hang out. No, we're not. Like, I won't see you. I'll make little jokes and be like, yeah, I'll never see you again, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. This has got to the point where, like, I'm not going to waste my energy anymore. Like, I'm just not going to talk to him, you know? I'm but a part right of that, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, a no, part of that though, was my good. ego. Yeah. Part of that, though, was my ego, though, mm-hmm. because there's another aspect to me and Ricky's friendship that I don't know if he knows that I know, but I know now. But there was another there was a third party that was involved. Um, and I felt like they were being secretive and they were being sneaky. So I'm like, oh, there's no way that he's my friend. He didn't even tell me about these things that were going on, you know. And again, how I went about just like kind of just cutting Ricky off. It was kind of like, okay, I'm just not going to talk to him anymore ever again. And I'm just going to unfollow him on social media. But that was me letting my ego get in the way and just disassociating rather than me being a good friend and being like, hey, Ricky, I'm not really feeling how you're treating me. So you know what? I just think we should just not be friends or it is what it is. I'll see you when I see you. Right. You know, like I I could have disconnected the mature way. Like how I wanted me and Ricky to be mature friends. I, I wasn't a mature friend to you by just disassociating mm. and like just acting like you didn't exist. Versus communicating it out. Exactly. Versus being like, hey, you know what? You know, you're hella cool. I just think right now is not our time. I'll see you when I see you. Like, it's no bad blood or whatever. Yeah. I just kind of just went on like you didn't. I just ghosted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and I think. I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want you to finish. No, go that. ahead, go ahead. No, no I think, I think, and on air, right, I just want to publicly apologize for the type of friend that I was during that time, because now that I already knew, but even saying it now, I'm like, damn, okay, I could definitely see all that and the aspects of it. Um, right. I think that I definitely agree with you. We got so close so fast, 
and we knew so much about each other. And one of the craziest things is one of the first conversations or that I've seen conversation with that I've seen Gabby had that was deep wasn't even with me. Um, there was a group of females that went over to her house and mm-hmm. I saw them discussing and they were like writing stuff on a paper, ripping it or cut it, ripping it up and then burning it outside. Okay. Um, it was like a self love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. I thought that was, she didn't know. about letting go. That's part right. of like a letting go ceremony. All right, right. And she didn't yeah. know that as I'm watching you guys do that, I don't know if I've ever told you that, that was like such an emotional point for me because I wanted to do that so bad. I wanted to be a part of that so bad. And I knew that at the time, because it was like a girl's night, it was just me and Ace there. Um, I knew there was something that I wasn't going to join into. You know, I had to act a lot. But we asked you guys to join. No, no, I know. But it was more like a pride thing, you know, like being a guy thing. And I went home, like, just feeling just real emotional about it. Because I'm like, dang, I felt like everyone that was part of that left here being able to let something go. Mm -hmm. And because I wanted to be a part of it and didn't jump into it, I never let things go. Uh, Which later on, those things ended up growing and ruining a lot of relationships that I did have. Um, with people mm. that were really there for me um, and that were telling me things that I just wasn't seeing at the time, mm-hmm. um, especially in right. my relationship. I just wasn't seeing certain things because I was blinded by what I thought love was. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, one of the times I know exactly what she's talking about. I know right. I promised Gabby a friendship <laughs> basket for about three years now. Um, and, and I, and I got to get that now I'm saying it out loud. I definitely mm-hmm. got to get that done. Um, right. but Gabby went out of her way and, and for my birthday, um, I had a surprise birthday dinner and she showed up and I had a Aww. friendship basket and had all my snacks in there and things that she had picked up about me that I never even knew she picked up. Oh, about okay. Me. You're a solid one. Right, right, right. No, she right, is. You know? She is. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So she definitely. So that's why I took a personal. No, she definitely deserves. Give me back, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you deserve to call me out on on my podcast. Yeah, your own show. <laughs> I can't and this is part of letting right. go, you know, having discussions like this. Yeah. Right. No, but sure. I also yeah. think too. I think this was good. It was pivotal for our, you know, friendship and just relationship as a whole because me and Ricky haven't talked before this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we have had we have had very minimal contact. So for him to even reach out and be like, "Hey, do you want to be on my show?" I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like that's so." Because yeah. that's how I know. Like he genuinely is a good friend. Like you know, like he at least he was like he's more mature in that aspect than I was. You know, so okay. I respect it. And that's why. That's why I was like, "Hey, yeah, I'll do the show." Hey, you know, Unless much I- love, and it's it's all love all the time, and I feel like. I'm definitely going to make an effort more to be a good friend. And I think this is a perfect example. Like you said, like this is part of letting go, right? Because I was I was holding on to not reaching out or not pushing it because I'm like, there's no way she wants to hear about me or have mm-hmm. a conversation like we used to now. Right. Um, so right. that's part of my letting go as mm-hmm. well. So I definitely appreciate it. This was like a real life moment we just letting had. Letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Now, yeah. I didn't mean to put your story on the spot, but hey, we had to let that shit go. <laughs> no, we right. had to. No, we I felt like y'all planned that. that. Y'all definitely planned no. that. Y'all hit each other on Instagram <laughs> and you said, hey, 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 make sure you ask me this question because I'm about to get Ricky. <laughs> let me get him first. Right. But I think that was a perfect example, too, though, between yeah. like different types of letting go. Like what I did was not a healthy form of letting go of a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something, it was letting go, but not in a good way. Right. So. No, I hear you. Um, man, I have a experience myself too. 
one of my good friends I've known for like 20 plus years. Like mm. I've known her since elementary. And, it's about to be a tough one. Um, it is tough. And I, you know what? Something that I read too that something about breaking up with a friend, with a friendship, is a lot harder than like a partnership. A relationship. Than a relationship yes. Because I've known this lady for a long time. And mm-hmm. so one of the things you, you asked was like, what are the reasons why you would let go of a friend? Right. And that one for me that, Spirit says is outgrowth, like I outgrowth that person. And, you know, I think for when her and I, um, we fuck with each other so heavy, we know each other. She's like my sister. We're like sisters. But I'm over here doing these things and trying to evolve as a person, you know, but she's over here doing the same things. And it's like, yo, we're all trying to evolve. We're all trying to evolve, do better. But you're still kind of doing the same things. Like we're like sandbox age, like, like that's. You know, but and then there's there's like there no growth in the friendship. There's gro- growth in the friendship, uh, but it's hard to mm-hmm. say if there is growth in friendship when one person is like growing, right? Like, right, so you're the one dragging. You're the one. Like, I'm the one yeah. that's like, you know, like pulling everyone up, pulling everyone up. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's get our like spiritual up. Let's self love and to like credit mm-hmm. to like savings to like let's go travel the world to like legit adulting. You know what I mean? And right. while like your homegirl that you've known since elementary has been tight, it's kind of like. Like, you know, she's still stuck on, like, the same bad habits and, like, you know, and, you know, there was times, like, 2020, we did have, like, a a confrontation and, like, we stopped talking for a while and it's, like, one of those things, it's just, like, I got to let her go because it's, like, I'm over here, like, trying to do better in my life while you're, like, not and it's kind of, like, infiltrating in our relationship and so, like, we kind of stopped talking and, it's like the three of us and one of like our third mm. one is kind of like, you know, she don't want to be in the middle, but she's best friends with us too. And so, but we managed to talk and like really like share each other's emotions and like be vulnerable with each other. It's like, listen, like, I feel like you're not a good friend for X, Y, and Z. Like I'm over here trying to mm-hmm. like help you out. And even honestly to like, even now, like even these days I've been contemplating of letting her go of just like, you know, and it goes back to setting boundaries with the person, right? And it's like, I have mad love for you, but, like, I'm going to have to, like, set my boundaries and my, may not hang out with you all the time anymore because I feel like, you know, all you want to do party and bullshit, but it's like, you know, but we're, we're over here trying to elevate, you know? We're really just trying to well, elevate, and but you just stuck on party and bullshit. So it's like setting boundaries and, like, you know, she, she too, is going through her own problems, and it's like well, we're here helping you. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you're not taking not like you're not taking our advice, but it's like you're also like kind of like slapping our faces a little bit by like saying certain things or not taking our advice or saying that, oh, you've never been there. And it's like, no, bitch. Right. Can I add on to that? Oh, yeah, of course. So in therapy, because I've had a similar friend and had similar issues, but in therapy, my therapist always reminds me like one the way you see life through your eyes, like you are intrigued by traveling, um, savings or whatever uh-huh. might not be the way someone else sees their life. Yeah. Like just cause you see yourself traveling the world doesn't mean that friend sees herself traveling the world. Like maybe that's not what she wants out of her life and that's okay. You know? Yeah. And that's, like that's understanding that people's view of mm-hmm. elevating or yeah. like evolving 
may not look it's the different. same as right. yours. Exactly. As yours. And, and it's going to be on a different time stamp, too. Yes. Like, you know, yes. I started therapy a year ago. My friends are like, oh, I want to start therapy. Like, and sometimes I do take it personal. Like, oh, okay, well, like, we'll just start it then. You've been talking about it for years. But, <laughs> Girl, but it's also like, it's yep. not their time. Yeah, it's you know? not their so time. Mm-hmm. It's not. So you can't take it personal. It right. is what it is. But, you, but you know, that just, again, comes back to self. Like, you have to be okay with that. Like, yeah. as a friend, you have to be, you can't take their actions personal. Unless, no. of course, they're, like, disrespecting you or something like that. Right. But right, if, it doesn't, right. if it doesn't affect you, if it's not them, if it's not them, like, bringing down your life, then it's like, it is what it is. Keep doing you. It, it's not what I want to do. So we don't need to hang out as much. Yeah. But still got love for you. And that's okay. Now, that know? goes into, are, are your friends a part of the image of who you are? Like I how important so. is that? Like how yeah. how much does that actually relate? The image? No, I don't see that. Not in this relationship. Not in my relationship. So you don't think like people seeing her route and how she was acting was a connection to how people thought you were? I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Gabby? I know I definitely get that all the time. Like, cause I'm out of every single friend that I have, especially in this moment, I'm the only friend that's single with no kids or but not married. Mm-hmm. So immediately everyone and their significant, all my friends, their significant others all, every time. Oh, can I, I'm going to go on a trip with Gabby or I'm going to do this with Gabby. <laughs> it's all, if you know, it's automatically always like, Oh, yeah. you guys are going to go be whores. That or, is a fact. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's all, every single time. It doesn't matter. And I have a lot of male friends and that intimidates is. a lot of men also. So, automatically everyone's like oh you, you're gonna go you know they're telling the girls like oh you're gonna go get you're gonna go get hit with gabby or oh you're gonna go gabby you're just gonna have you around all these men and it's like honestly, it was crazy like, and, I, and i can speak on that because i think a lot of females will think that about gabby gabby's definitely one of the most well-known females here in san diego because she knows every dude like gabby is the life of the party brings the energy that no matter it could be a group of people that know nothing, like don't even speak English mm. and Gabby will find right. a way to Aww. make everybody <laughs> love the room, love the energy, yeah. like everything that's going on. Her love language. It's, it's, in, yeah. it's insane. It's insane. And, and that's just, and it doesn't matter if it's man or girl mm-hmm. or trans, whatever. I literally talk to everyone and anyone. And that's why I think it's important that I got to meet Gabby, but I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think those beginning thoughts were thought about Gabby because she was around guys all the time. So yeah. of course, yeah. a lot of I females used to train at the gym. A lot of a lot of people will will feel some type of way. Females will feel some type of way, like the stereotype. You know, like the stereotypes. Like she's yeah. getting ran through, and she's oh doing this God. for guys. She's yeah. doing this and that, not knowing that she's the one that keeps everybody in check. Mm. Like she's the one right. that's really like telling us not to do any of that. Yeah. Um. And what I loved about it is after she got to be around her, it was like they got to develop something. It wasn't something that went anywhere, but they got to, she got to see like, listen, Gabby is not like that at all. Yeah. Um, right. And it, it's tough because I, I went through a time and a time period that I did not believe that opposite sex can be friends. Yeah. No, they can. Until I met Gabby. <laughs> like, no, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I got some good ass fellas that are my friends that there's no sexual attention. And it, I mean, I, I just think all. society right. doesn't because everything's so sexualized. Yeah, it's so easy to revert to that, right? Like to yeah. get so close to somebody and then they try must to get be fucking. You know, and it's just <laughs> like, like it's not always like that. 
So. Like perception isn't always reality. Yeah. Um, but I think that, but I also think too, it, like you said, it comes with jealousy and the insecurity that comes back to self again. Like yeah. if you, if you see those faults in yourself, you're going to try to trauma project those onto other people and see it for how you want it to. Yeah. So yeah, of course, if I'm in a relationship with someone I don't trust, of course I'm going to be like, well, yeah, when, when she, when he gets around females, he's going to cheat on me. Like if I already didn't trust you, I was thinking that before you even around the female. Yeah. So again, that's just something people need to work on with themselves. Mm-hmm. And again, people like that shouldn't even be in relationships. But that's another conversation, right? No, <laughs> right. Facts. That is facts. Now, wait to to um go back to the um the image, like hanging out with somebody. Does that like kind of like alter your image? And I said no, but to think of it, yeah. Like if I were to go hang out with her, I think a lot of folks would be like, "Oh, that's we know what they're gonna do," type shit. <laughs> So it's like, you know, that's probably the yeah. only thing. Like, oh, we they know they're about to they're about to get wild. So now, it's like, like right. that, and I'm like, that's the thing. It's like I'm not trying to get wild. You know what now, I mean? It just sucks. That's like, you know, here comes all that stuff with the now, package. Is that enough to get rid of that friend because of that? No, it's not. That's not. I guess that's Never. not the issue. No, okay. it's not. It's more of like it's bigger than that. That's that's no. But do but, you get annoyed like to a certain point? And I think it happens more to females than it does to guys. Uh-huh. Right. You have the female that's in a relationship and then she has all these, you know, society's word, urban dictionary thotties around her. Right. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot more going to happen to a right. female. And the guys are like, well, why are you still friends with them? Why are you going right. out with them? Right. So that's why I ask. But my case scenario is like drugs. Okay. But that's insecure. <laughs> like, too, shit, well. Yeah. I heard you, Gabby. Go ahead. No, I said that's insecure men, though. And I think mm-hmm. on top of that, I think um, men here, too, though. Like, when men hang out with their guy friends, it's like, why are you always hanging out with that group of friends? Like, you don't want to hang out with this other group of friends instead? Yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, you know, like, no. I, like, it's like, no. Like, I work out with these people, and I party with these people. And that's what people fail to realize, too. Right. Like, you don't have to have the same set of friends for exactly. every no. single thing no. you do in your life. It's much like, you healthier, know, I, too exactly to have a balance uh-huh. like, okay these are my work friends these are my friends i go count money with these are my friends i trade stocks with like uh-huh. and, yep. and i just think i just think this whole idea too in today's society is like oh no new friends like, i've had my same three friends my whole life mm-hmm. it's like well that, that no might, new friends that, no new friends no, no new no, friends right. no, no, no. you ain't going nowhere with no new friends i'll right. tell you that <laughs> No, I think right, friends, I, I swear, like, friends be in relationships now. Like, people really get upset. Like, hold up, who's this new friend coming around? What are you doing with them? Why didn't you go out eat with me? Like, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. it's just crazy. And it was crazy. I'm not even going to say it's not a female thing. Let me, let me make sure I knock that out the way. Guys do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, the, the bromance is no joke. That is real. <laughs> oh, that's people cute. People do get real jealous. And it's just like, yo, like, you can have friends in all different aspects of life. Yeah. And knowing what's really a friend, right? So that goes into my next question. Yeah. One, what's really a friend? And what does a healthy relationship and friendship look like? Go ahead, Gabby. Mm. What is really a friend? And what does a healthy friendship and relationship look like? So yep. a healthy friendship and relationship looks like something that is as, where both parties feel safe, where they feel respected, where they feel like um, 
they could go to each other and not be judged or looked at any differently. Um, just a safe place as a whole in all aspects, all around. Just a yeah. safe, healthy space, you know, with healthy, a respectful, safe place. I would do want to say respectful, safe place. Um, as far as what does a friendship look like? I don't know. That's tricky because it, it could look like, I mean, it's different. It, uh, that's a tricky one. I'm going to be honest. To um, your perspective. What does a friendship look like? A friendship looks like like people. Hmm, hmm. Like, like, can I think about Ask that one? I can totally <laughs> agree. Everything that you just said about what what it, what describes a good friendship, totally agree. Right, like a safe space that you're able to be vulnerable and be yourself. Um, right, and then an example of like what a friendship look like. I mean. Like, shout out to my, my best friend, Bree. Like, we're both moms. Hey, shout out. Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> shout Bri. out to Bree. She's right. like. Hey, <laughs> What's up? Yeah. <laughs> we're both moms, and we don't have to be talking to each other. And this goes back to a 20-plus year relationship where we don't have to talk to each other for days, but we'll pick right pick, up. Pick right up. Yeah, that yeah. right there is, like, probably yeah. a good, like, in same scenario where I can be myself we can be ourselves with each other we're safe with each other um i can tell her anything and everything she's got my back um you know what i mean like she's uh yeah she's she's the best um so that that could be an example you know what i mean where like there's no contact for a few days and then you pick right up i have another good homegirl it's like that too where it's like we're tight we became very tight and then life happens, you know, mm. and then, yeah, she has her own set of friends. I got my own set of friends. We don't ever get jealous of that. You know what I mean? And there's times where we mm-hmm. have merged together and then we can just call each other up. I'll pick up the phone call. She'll pick up mine and, you know, go on from there. So I think that that's yeah. probably a really good example. Of what a friendship would look like. Another friendship be like, you know, you know, I'm going through some shit. Come pick me up. You know, she'll go pick you up, you know, or they might give you shit, but they go. Oh, yeah, that's and that's what a good friendship is, is that they'll give you shit and still help you. That's what I agree. I think you guys touched on it last both is, you know, the accountability part. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. having a friend that's going to hold you accountable, regardless of what's going on. And I think whether it's health wise, whether it's mentally, spiritually, um, emotionally uh, in relationships and in business virtues whatever the case may be holding somebody accountable yeah um, and being Mm -hmm. being open enough and vulnerable enough like you guys touched on to receive it yeah from each other and vice versa and i think that's what will create the times where i don't have to talk to you for weeks or months or whatever the case days and we can pick up exactly where we left off yeah because i know that at the end of the day that you have what you have going on and I have what I got going on, but we can always come together into a common yeah. ground, understand that there's love with us regardless. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think mm-hmm. goes back to really what, that's what really love is, mm-hmm. is to be able, and it, as crazy as it sounds, it goes back to this. I told you I'm a Scorpio, so I think things way ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, love is something that you're able to let go and know that it can come right back and nothing changed. Right. And if not, mm-hmm. it evolved. That's what we call unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. exactly yeah. not thinking. And I actually, I'm a lie. I really didn't plan that, but it just happened to 
click together like that, right? But yeah. it's perfect because the episode <laughs> is called, you know, learn yeah. to let them go. Yeah, you got to mm. love them enough to let them go. Now, 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 now. One thing that I said I love that you brought up that I think is very difficult is learn to let go of a lost one. Right. I think um, I've I've definitely dealt with it, and I think I haven't dealt with it to a super-duper-duper close personal. Um, the closest was just recently my nephew. And that was really hard. Mm. Um, still is hard, but <laughs> it's like I can only imagine those that lose, like, like my my brother who actually lost his son, oh, right? His okay. feeling, or uh, your mom, like a mother, yeah, yeah. like something <laughs> like that, you know. So I can only yeah. imagine that. So I feel like for those that have gone through it, or just friends, or maybe you guys have, what is it? Something that how do you how do you cope with something like that? How do you let those right. emotions go for a lost one like that? Um, I've never personally lost someone very dear close to me, but I've lost really close like uncles that mean a lot to me and like that was like a freak accident so that really hit me hard for like you know hit me hard for a good couple months and all you can do is like it was a like like grieving is real and I'm a type of person Mm -hmm. that like I like to keep it pushing all right you grieve for three days and you got to keep it pushing and so I'm really hard on that um super super hard um, I'm very, like, very hard on that. So I'll, like, I'll grieve for a while, but I'm, you just got to keep it going. Um, so when I grieved, yeah, you cry and you, you cry, but being, I'm, like, a very, like, spiritual person, like, they're around. Like, you just got to, like, have your altar connect with them. They'll connect with you back unknowingly and stuff like that. And um, do what you keep, do, keep doing what you're doing as if they were here. And so I think right. a lot of okay. people, I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. No, okay, okay. But so, so just to add on to what you're saying, like, so, cause I, you said you're spiritual and they're still here. Right. So in my head, when you guys said, let go of like lost ones, it's like, why do you have to let go? Right. Why can't you just, why can't you just grow through what you're feeling? Cause I've lost plenty of loved ones and I just recently lost one back in April. So it was like, I personally don't plan on letting go. You know what I mean? Because I've yeah. they're forever with me. Like you said, they're here. Those emotions I'm going to feel regardless. Some days I'll be happy, you know, you know, some days I'll be sad. But I don't think that's something you could just ever just be like, oh, I'm just letting it go. Just connecting, cutting, right. the, cutting the rope, you know, like, so it's like, why do either of you feel like you have to let go of those emotions? Because. It doesn't matter even if you wake up, like you said, oh, I got to keep going, keep going. You're never going to let that go. Like, it's still in your head. Mm. So it's better to just accept it and grow through it and grow with it so you mm. can get through to the other side. Instead of just having this idea, like, oh, I'm going to cut the rope and I'm never going to think about them or have these feelings because that's just not reality. And like you said, they're still here. Right. They're just not here physically. We can't see them, but we can feel them. We can pray and talk to them. You know, like you do your altar um, prayers and sanctions. You do that, you know, so you definitely are talking to them and seeing them. So it's like, why do you guys both have this misconception? I would call it, and you guys need to let go of lost ones. Hey, I actually love the way you put that, honestly. Yeah. I think that that's a round of applause. I, I got to give Gabby a round of applause. In there. <laughs> um, no, that's, 
beautiful while like yeah. perspective, you know, you're not necessarily like letting go what is what are you letting go? You know what I mean? Right. Like right. and you know, and then you know what it's 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 different per person. You know, right. and, and yeah. there's always someone that's always gonna like grieve and stuff. But I feel like though you can grieve, but don't stay down for a long time. You know, like I feel like I've seen someone grieve to the point where like they're so down and depressed, like depressed. And it's like tr- like triggering and it's fucking up everything else. So like I, like I said, I'm a very hard headed person. I'm very like, you better get your shit together. Right. You know what I mean? You got three days and then we got to keep it going. But like... I mean, that's just me, you know, that's something that I had to learn about other people. Like, that's just how, how other people roll. You know what I mean? I have to respect mm-hmm. how other people's, how they grieve and stuff You know like what that. I think for me yeah. is that it's not so much letting go of the person itself. Right. I think it's letting go right. of the negativity that comes with it. Right. So that negative cloud, the, the depression, mm-hmm. the, the sadness, the, the heaviness, right? I think that's mm-hmm. what it is that I'm more you know, going to or going towards when I say letting that go. Um, only because I have right. seen situations yeah. like that. Um, I know somebody who, who lost her sister at a young age. And right. to this day, she is very, like, that affects her, mm-hmm. like, the way she dates, the way she right. talks to people, the way she lives her everyday life. Um, and it's almost like when you get to that point, at what point, do you become a good friend, right? It goes back to what we were talking about, where you're like, Yo, you, yeah. you need to, like, you need to snap out of that. Yeah, you need to get it together. Like, it happened years ago, it, without sounding insensitive towards right. the situation. Yeah, because you, know, you don't want to sound insensitive. Yeah, but it's like, listen, at what point do we allow this to start turning positive? Yeah, maybe you start doing events in the name of your sister, and, yeah, or 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 you know, a foundation or a nonprofit. Like, there's so many different things mm-hmm. that you could do to now turn this something that was so tragic into something that's so positive. Yeah. Um, I love that. But yeah, right. so I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Like, what would you tell somebody in that situation? The same. Um, like, like, um, you said, like death affects everyone differently. So I wouldn't really tell anyone that. Now, I would just be my good friend and do my part. Like, Hey, I understand you may be feeling, like this I w- honestly I wouldn't even say understand because you really don't know what people are saying right. yeah. like I'm here for you I care for you if there's any way I can help let me know I also have this idea in mind like hey what if we put on this event for your sister or brother or whatever we put on this event for your loved one and you know let's see how it goes like I'll, you know I'll do most of the work or you could you could help me out whatever like I w- you gotta leave room for choice but I know too um when I was dealing with all these deaths back to back, you know, from 2019 to now, it was like, I, there was nothing anyone could tell me. Yeah. You know, like I, I definitely started spiraling and I definitely was um, in a negative place. But again, like you said, Ricky, that comes back to your friends and who and what you have around you. Mm-hmm. So if you're surrounded by negativity, it's only going to add to the spiral. Yeah. But if you have good friends that see you're not doing well and they say, hey, let's, let's take a walk or let's, let's go work out, let's go do something that's positive and proactive mm-hmm. then that is going to help me change that outlook you know so right. but when you're, when you're in it you can't see it and you, yeah. there's really not much anyone can say you know so it's just about being able i guess to practice discernment ahead of time so when these times do come you know who you can call on or who's really going to be there for you no 100 percent. now i definitely want to go in and and gabby i know you said you had one more question unless that was already 
um, thrown in there. But after that, I'd like to close out and, uh, you know, do what we need to do. No. Yeah, no, I, um, I just threw my last question in there as we were talking, so. Which one about the uh, the letting go part, about the lost one? Um, that one, but also the one just about, um, what, what did I say, the self-love versus confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was yeah. an excellent one. Now, what I like to always do is is with closing statements, I like for you guys to give advice. And normally it's about love, so I want you guys give your best advice about love and then two, your best advice about letting go, right? Okay. So best advice mm-hmm. about love and then best advice about letting go. All right. Best about uh, advice for love is to be patient. So I think that's so corny, but it's so valid. You got to be patient with yourself and others. Um, best advice of letting go is um, not taking it so personal. Mm. Not taking it so personal. Okay, mm. Gabby, what you got? Um, so my advice about love will be love yourself first wholeheartedly so you can attract the love you, mm. you need and not the love you want. Mm. Right. Okay. Um, for it's letting go. Right yeah, for letting go, it would just mostly be like, again, you got to put yourself first and basically, yeah, just know when to let go. Like, let go before it's too late because there's a thin line between love and hate. Mm, love go before it's too late because there's a thin line between love and hate. I'm spitting but that's a snippet from my up and coming poem. Don't hey. tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was about to ask, can we get like a little snippet? Can we get like a previous one, an old one, something that's written down? Yeah. Do, do I got time? Okay, yeah, let me see. Yeah, it's really yeah. not that long. Okay. Um, actually this was this is about love, okay? This is this is actually you guys, funny story. When I was fed up with my ex, this was the poem I wrote to him. And mm. this was the last thing I said to him, and I just blocked him after I sent this. <laughs> you did the ghosting. That's that was your letting go. You ghost. That's any boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. This one is a poem inspired by Beyonce, mm. and it's it's called Beyonce. I was in love with the Scorpio, the way he held me close. But only afterly, he mentally broke me down, and then he would physically fill me up, and I'd ride it like a surfboard. I guess you could say I was crazy in love. I thought I'd rather go blind than to lose him, but it wasn't until I realized that I ain't no average bitch, and he was. He belittled me, broke me down, and had me feel ways I've never felt before. And for what? So he could grow grope on Becky with the good hair, make her feel whole, so he could stroke his huge ego, and little you know, but little did I know, he was a placeholder in my life too. Another trauma bond I created because that was all I knew how to do. So, so deep in love with him, I lost sight of me, myself, and I. But once I realized there was nothing more than me being drunk in love and seeing all these bills on bills on bills that he could not pay, it was time for him to get his shit and move to the left because I am the best thing he ever had. And I thought I wanted him so bad. But thank God I'm through with that. 
Mm, hey. I wish there was like a give me like everything. Yeah, oh. yeah. Give me like five doors. Give me like five doors. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, that's so beautiful! <laughs> Thank you. That was. Like, I guess I, I guess I could be an ode to letting go too. Yeah. No, no, no. That's 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 perfect. You see how God works in ways where He just let things happen and connect in a certain way. So I love that you was able to share that and had that ready to share. <laughs> and then I'll yeah, close with my opinion real quick, and then we get up out of here. So for me, love is a risk. Right, you have to take the risk mm-hmm. within your life to understand what love is going to bring. It's going to bring negativity. It's going to bring positive moments. It's going to bring heartbreak. It's going to bring everything in between. Mm-hmm. And part of love is like Gabby said, hate. Um, so understanding mm-hmm. that risk that you what you're about to sign up for and get into. And then uh, what was my next question? Because I honestly just forgot. Advice of letting go. Advice of letting go. See, that's my problem. Um, no, advice for letting go is always value your time. So the moment that somebody disrespects your time and they can't make time for you, you need to let them go. But that's it. Mm -hmm. I'll let you guys close out, you know, talk about any projects you got coming up, anything you're doing, how they can find you, and we'll get up out of here. Uh, you can follow me at SoulfulSusie or at WestCoastRadio.tv um, on the on SoundCloud or just straight at WestCoastRadio.tv. You find us on uh, YouTube videos. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Gabby, what you got? Um, you could follow me on Instagram at GabsaXOXO or my poetry page at the gift of Gab underscore. I also just recently, like I said, dropped my first book, Anthology of Artists, Poems Inspired by Musicians. And yeah. artists, and I do want to say it was a number one release for ten days on Amazon. Oh, okay, so go check it out. So go check it out and find out why it's number one. Hey, That's I what's love up. that. Congratulations! Hey, so you already know what it is. Thank you. It's King and Queen Talk, season three, episode two. Learn to let him go with Gabby and Susie. You already know who I am, Ricky, New York. You already know what it is. Out. Can't talk.